0: Hello, welcome to the Run League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler <clears> Rome. <throat> In today's episode, I'll look back at the Thanksgiving Massacre versus Dallas. The team kept it close until the 4th, and then the flood, floodgates opened. The rest of the season is about evaluation, as there are 4-8 and, and really no real chance to make the playoffs. Also, look at the Dolphins game. has the potential to be, unfortunately, another ugly game. I will also hit on little, uh, fantasy football as well. A L- lot to get to, so here we go. I right, look at the Cowboys game. Um... I'm not going to talk about it too much. I mean, it was pretty much horrible, 45-10 loss. Um, Sam made some nice, a couple nice throws early in the game, um, skipped the pocket a few times um, effectively. Uh, his interception was bad. I mean, obviously, Deron Bland, unfortunately, set the touchdown record for interceptions. Um, but Sam's, you know, I'm just not going to go too much into it. He's a good good competitor. I really like the way that, you know, at least he always shows up every week. Um, and I feel like, and I think the team does too, that you have a chance to win with him. Um, as long as you keep him upright and uh, give him a shot. Now, I do think I, I wish he would target Terry and Jahan more, but you know, maybe it's not the first reason that look. Maybe it's more an Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, Curtis Samuel was his favorite target on Thursday. He had his first hundred yard game. Um. I think since he came over to Washington. Um, so, I mean, again, Curtis is going to a free agent year. That's kind of what he's probably going to be looking for. We're we'll probably going to get some stats to get him a new contract, whether it was Washington or somewhere else. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. I think is really turning to really the second best player on offense. He had 53 yards on 15 carries um, and continues to be effective out of the backfield. Obviously, he's a pass catcher. Um, he's also hopefully a building block going forward. If the next coach is going to you know like him as a, as a workhorse or at least a rotational piece guy. Um Gibson came back um didn't have as effective game as he did the first, last couple of games uh, prior to his injury. Um but obviously um he's another guy in a free agent year. They're gonna be looking to make money these next couple of weeks as the season is pretty much done gone. Um Line, you know, obviously had their mishaps. Again, this team we know with this the line at this point, you know, they didn't do great. Um a lot of those guys won't be here next year. Um, maybe Sam Cosme, other than that, I don't know, maybe Charles for the night would get a top left tackle, but obviously it will, (laughs) whether it's a draft or free agency. Uh, Logan Thomas, another guy that's going to be a free agent Um, after the year. uh, He only, I think he had two catches, but I really want to see Cole Turner. I want to see if they have something in him going into next year, Um, because often tight end could be another position that they could look for in the draft or in free agency. Um, St. Jude's got beat on that one touchdown to Brandon Cooks. I kind of Trash St. Jude's year, me, last week, and I continue to just think he's not very good corner. He's not a starting corner in this league. Uh, I liked him before, but he continues to regress, and he has horrible ball skills, and he's not very good in coverage these last couple weeks either. So if you can't, you can make up a lack of, you know, awareness and ball skills if you're a good cover corner, and he's just not right now. Um, continue to have communication lapses because even with Percy Butler over the top, it just didn't work out. I think obviously Percy could shade a little more over St. Jo- St. Jude's in that touchdown, but, you know. It's just kind of what this defense is at this point and why Jack DeVero got fired. I mean, there was no real pressure, obviously, no shock with no Montez and Chase where they traded away. Um, no one is really doing anything. Allen and Duran really haven't shown up this year, um, which is obviously sad to see considering they paid those guys over pain and uh, over uh, Montez and Chase. Um, but there's no really point of harping on that because it is what it is, it's over with. You know, Wills fell off in the fourth, obviously, kind of um, snowballed after that, you know. Um, couple you know nice plays obviously by dallas's offense they did do a good job on cd lamb um he didn't really go off but obviously the rest of the weapons still got what they needed to um and dak played really well um i can't say he didn't Um, he's probably playing the best football he has in a while but again it's against a horrible opponent see what he does in the playoffs or against another good team because dallas doesn't have a win against a team over 500 this year um and they play seattle on thursday night so to see if they can get that win but um also hate the disrespect with the freaking turkey leg but you know karma is for sure going to come to get him. dallas never really wins anything i'm sure they won't last long in the playoffs but i can't be too mad at it because i mean the washington let it happen i mean they put themselves in that position they continuously get beat like that and they knew going into the game they would have an easy win and they were able to play in it so um still hate it from washington State perspective but you know it is what it is because washington put themselves in that position uh, Del Rio if, is officially gone. Ron's going to call plays. We'll see how it goes, considering their systems were different. I don't know how Ron's going to be able to implement a lot of stuff that he had, because apparently Del Rio's system wasn't was what Ron was wanting in Carolina. So, uh, you know, I, let's see what he does on Sunday. Um, this is really, um, I guess, is the perfect example of you're going to go down, you might as well go down with, you know, what you want to do. Um, you know, he he he's probably gone into five weeks or six weeks, whatever it is, less the regular season. So, let's see what he does as he calls plays, and if he has any know impact on the defense going forward it really hopefully get to see more young guys play especially on offense and defense i mean especially on defense um want to see Ford play again but he might be hurt out again this week against miami i like to see Kawan martins keep seeing kj henry and andre jones i like to see jabril cox and linebacker um you know it just at this point it's about evaluation i've already said that all times even on this episode offensively i want to see cole turner i want to see ricky stromberg um and just see what we have those young guys because that's really pretty much all you can really look for on offense maybe some more carries for chris rodriguez jr wide receiver wise there's not really a young guy that you want to see maybe a little bit of deami brown but you kind of know what he is at this point in year three um so again five games left hopefully washington um, could show some progress but maybe not enough progress because it wouldn't be the worst thing to finish four and 13 and get a top four pick all right. Looking at uh, the Dolphins game, Dolphins defensively, um, kind of an underrated part of their team, obviously, with the offense being the show. But defensively, they're only good up 35 yards a game. That's seventh in the league, 212 yards passing. That's 11th, 92 yards rushing. That's sixth, and then 22 points a game. That is 23rd. So they're getting a good amount of points. Um, but yardage-wise, they're in you know, the top half of the league. Christian Wilkins has probably been their best defensive player this year. He has six and a half sacks. Raekwon Davis and nose tackle Zach Siler on the other side of Will because that's five sacks. Uh, Van Ginkle, Van Ginkle and Emmanuel Agba is going to step up after Jalen Phillips towards Achilles, and they also signed Jer- um, Jason Pierre-Paul off the practice squad from the Saints. Agba has four sacks, Van Ginkle has four. David Long Jr. has been a nice pickup from Tennessee, a middle linebacker. He has 70 tackles and a sack. Jerome Baker had a sack and a half and two tackles, two interceptions this year. He's a free agent uh, going into next year. He's another nice linebacker. maybe are watching look at Bradley Chubb has six, six sacks for them. Jalen Ramsey's only played in, I think, four games, but he has three interceptions. Xavier Howard is this interception. Kahou um, at uh, nickel corner, 51 tackles and a sack. Javon Holland's one of the better young safeties in the league gets 70 tackles and interception. Deshaun Elliott's the other safety next to him. Uh, like I said earlier, Miami offense obviously gets all the love, uh, but defensive has been really solid under Big Bangio. They have stars and Christian Wilkins, Ramsey, Javon Holland, um, but it's a big loss for Jalen Phillips. So it's going to be interesting to see how Deion miami plays the rest of the year against better competition they're kind of the dallas and the nfc they did not really beat anyone over um 500 except if you count denver now since they're over 500 and Miami put 70 points on them so hopefully that doesn't happen against washington this week i'm interested to see sam gets a tough secondary um obviously if you, you know three pro bowlers in the secondary right there with uh, howard ramsey and javon holland this is about the evaluation for Sam. See how he does against different looks um in a different situations um definitely need to manufacture more touches for terry and jahan i know people were kind of poor on terry this week we've seen he's not a number one receiver he's not elite um i think cooley even said he's not a he can't win, make double moves and yeah i mean it's not terry's bread and butter but i mean terry still is a really good receiver um i really you know a huge fan of him on and off the field uh, it's, he is a number one receiver uh you know maybe he's obviously not in the echelon jamar chase and uh, Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson, Devonta Adams, Tyree Kill, guys like that. But he's still, you know, a top twelve receiver in my opinion. Um, he needs to get the ball more. There's no reason he hasn't. Maybe he's not a hundred percent healthy over that toe injury in the preseason. But let's try to get him a thousand yards. You know, get it four, four, straight thousand yard seasons for him, uh, would be a nice, you know, thing to have him in his career. And Jahan needs to get more looks. You know, obviously he's only in his second year, but you want to see him progress. Um, you know, as more as, as much as he can going into a new system next year. Um, like i said earlier i'd like to see cole turner and ricky stromberg at center but i don't think they're gonna do that this week at least with stromberg um i'd like to see terry and Jahan. like i said get more touches but it's getting me nice to see them going against top competition at corners um again he's jalen i think isn't as good as he used to be but he's still a ball hawk and xavier howard's getting up there in age as well but um hopefully it's going to give you a chance to really scheme some guys open um i haven't been as impressed with him as i thought he was going to be before the year he's another guy that i really don't hope he's going to be considered for the position next year because i don't think he warns it, it seems like a lot of the players don't like him either it's kind even said in his podcast that they're not, not giving a lot of ringing endorsements for him so i think it's kind of just his you know no nonsense style and that's not really how the new wave of athlete is but you know it's also you know the rumors of belichick if they can't deal with the enemy there's no way in hell these guys going to be able to deal with belichick so hopefully that isn't the case because i don't think belichick needs to come anyways he's a horrible personnel evaluator you just look at his drafts obviously a great coach but he did, if he somehow washes against belichick he definitely shouldn't be you know making player personnel decisions um but again that's um still in the season so we'll see what happens i move moving on to dolphins offensive avenue 430 yards a game that's first in the league 285 yards passing that's first 145 yards rushing that's second and then 30.8 that's second as well so top two in each category Tua has 3,177 pass yards, 22 touchdowns, 10 picks. Raheem Mostert's a second leading in rusher of 785 yards um, and 13 touchdowns at Leeds League. Devon A-Chain, if he's healthy this week, averages a, an amazing 11.8 yards per carry, 461 yards in the year. If he's healthy, Jeff Wilson probably will get some carries if A-Chain is out. Tyreek Hill is on pace to break the NFL season's record for receiving yards. He has 1,324 yards receiving on 88 catches and 10 touchdowns. Jalen Waddle's a top receiver as well, 691 yards and 52 catch de- 52 catches. Those are their main two weapons. Berrios is their third leaving receiver with 20 catches 195 194 yards. And their tight end, uh, Durden Smythe is 18 catches, 178 yards. Obviously Jalen and Tyreek are the main guys to look for in the passing game. Um, and they're, you know, two of the best receivers in the league. Um, so obviously Washington's gonna have their hands full. They have a solid offensive of line. Taron Armstead's been banged up. So if he can't go, Kenneth Lamb will go. Then they have Robert Jones, Connor Williams the center, um Richard Hunter right guard, and then Austin Jackson. Um, they're the best offense in the league. Obviously, Washington got torched by Dallas last week, who was really um, close in numbers that Miami's putting up. Um, could be a long day. They need to neutralize the deep ball, um, but obviously, bad communication has been a theme this whole year. Hopefully, it's semi little fixed before with Ron calling plays now, but I don't know how much they're going to be able to change in 10 days. Obviously, Tyreek Hill and Waddle will be tough. I'd be shocked if Tyreek Hill doesn't have 130 yards receiving. Um, going against this defense. Um, But Miami also has a great run game. I mean, I think most are having a really underrated season at age 31. A-Chain's obviously one of the fastest guys in the league if he's able to play. Um, They're a complete team. Um, And I think Miami's going to be right there in the AFC playoffs. Um, And, you know, one of the best teams Washington's going to play all year. Again, Rivera's going to be calling plays. Hopefully they can be competitive and keep it semi-interesting. Don't want another Dallas repeat, but I'm not sure what's going to happen because I think Miami... Um, they're coming off a long rest as well. They played on Black Friday, um, so both teams are coming off of you know nearly nine ten days of rest. So I think Dolphins are going to win 38-21. All one. All right, looking at fantasy, uh, obviously mentioned Curtis earlier. Curtis is a really nice option in PPR leagues. He has nine catches, one hundred yards last week against Dallas. They're going against obviously Miami, and you have the Saints receiver A T Perry. Um, he's going to probably play more with um, Mike Thomas out and Chris Olave has concussion. Raheem Shaheed has a um, leg injury. So, he has three catches of 45 yards and a touchdown. That's over the last two weeks, but he's back be on top option for New Orleans. They're uh, against Detroit. Also, look at Saints tight and Jawan Johnson. He had seven targets last week. Um, and again, there's going to be more um, options for targets with other guys out. And you yeah, have, you need a quarterback. A lot of guys on by. Jordan Love played really well the last two weeks. He had over 300 yards two weeks ago. He had 268 yards and three touchdowns last week on Thanksgiving. They're against uh, Kansas State Chiefs. Then you have Steve Austin and Pat Firemooth. They're playing the Cardinals. He had nine catches 120 yards. And if you're looking for a streaming defense, you have the Falcons. They're playing the Jets and Tim Boyle, who obviously is a not a starting quarterback in the league. So Falcons obviously could have a nice day going against that matchup. Well, that concludes the League episode. The Commanders are in another lost season. They suffered yet again another humiliating National TV loss last week, and continued to regress under Ron Rivera. we will be facing one of the best offense, if not the best offense in the league this week versus Miami. So another test, tough test. I'll be back next week looking back at this Miami game. You're looking at some top 2024 draft prospects with Washington on buy. You can follow me on Twitter, NFLscaption1, and Instagram, RomanLeague_Pod. underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.